out, which is how do we develop accurate screening criteria? So the proposal would be carriers which chose to test 100% of their fleet for sleep apnea be given a credit in the area of driver fitness. It'd have a two-part um, assistance to the agency. First would be by eliminating 100% of the drivers with untreated sleep apnea in that driver's fleet. You can statistically show that yes, that would increase an improvement in safety. The other thing it would do though is that it would give everyone involved the data needed to develop appropriate screening criteria. A catch-22 in the sleep apnea rulemaking will be if you write criteria which are loose, which have a high false negative rate, which were the driver screens not having the condition, but when pet later tested does have the condition, we have an impact in driver safety and highway safety. Yet if we write too tight of criteria, we will be unneed or be needlessly testing drivers that will not have the condition. The data does not exist to develop those criteria. There's only been one study, Platt et al., which will be in the written comments, which is done, which has attested 100% of the drivers in the study. So the concept would be that a carrier could register for the program, test 100% of their drivers, and then get a credit in the basic score, the appropriate basic score. This also could be made available for small motor carriers or independent owner operators by registering in advance prior to a DOT physical, and if, you know, then proceed down the course. The second proposal is, again, driver fatigue is a complicated issue. Um, 390, again, you guys will know it, the, the specific section which defines a sleeper berth was last modified in 1975. In 1975, it was common practice to be able to idle a truck engine for heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Since then, both fuel economy and air quality standards have eliminated that as a potential use to, to keep a sleeper berth reasonably cool or warm to allow restful sleep. So the, the, the proposal would be carriers which undertake and install anti-idling technologies such as an auxiliary power unit which can keep the sleeper berth in a reasonably you know, usable state during a DOT break could be, again, given a credit in the driver fitness basin. The last one, and again, I'll just do this as a, an actual story. Um, think about the concept of a driver sleeping in a pilot truck stop that was just seal-coated in the Mojave Desert in August on his way to the Commercial Motor Vehicle Safety Summit to discuss with the California Air Resources Board the challenges of their anti-idling regulations. Discussing it with CARB in a setting not unlike this, their answer was, air quality regulations trump driver health. I happen to be a driver who has sleep apnea. I have to idle that truck to have power to power that seatbelt machine. <coughs> CARB's answer was, sorry, your health, the health of all Californians is more important than the health of a single driver. If you don't like that answer, sue us. We get sued all the time. So recognize, FMCSA could be an advocate in solving this, this problem. The last proposal I'd like to bring forward is a proposal to assist in general driver health and wellness. 
I'm a perfect example of what we don't want in our driver fleet. A 58-year-old, morbidly obese, diabetic with sleep apnea and hypertension. One of the challenges in addressing that is, as a company driver operating company equipment, I cannot make any modifications to the truck, if you don't mind, of the carriers that are represented here. How many carriers would allow a driver to install heavy gauge wiring to install a refrigerator in one of the trucks? Any motor carrier? How many carriers would not allow modifications to the wiring? Okay, I see a couple of hands, but my experience as a 16-year veteran driver is that that's a common company policy because the companies need to protect their investment in the equipment. All we're, we're allowed to use in the truck would be a 12-volt thermal electric cooler as opposed to a real refrigerator. So again, the last proposal would be an add-on. Companies which already have decided to install an APU, if they either allowed company mechanics to install the appropriate wiring or provided a pre-installed heavy-duty wiring for a refrigerator, that they give, be given a credit in the basic system in the area of driver fitness.